Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Coffee Break Podcast. These are short podcasts for you to listen to at a coffee break. Developed to give you some quick ideas on how to help you build your desk and business. Now, over to Adrian Mansfield, the Million Pound Biller for today's Coffee Break Podcast. Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Podcast. I'm Adrian Mansfield, and in my 20 plus years in recruitment, I've had a number of million pound years. I've worked in most of the major recruitment markets and in all sales roles within a recruitment agency. I've also run my own company and set up companies both in the UK and in several international locations. Recruitment has given me the opportunity to travel the world and see some of the best and worst places on offer, from Australia to Afghanistan and many more in between. The Million Pound Biller podcast offers those at any level in recruitment tips and ideas from me and my contacts, both inside and outside recruitment, but all from the coalface. Information and ideas that can be taken back to your day-to-day careers and put you on the path to a million pound year. The cornerstone of my success over the years has been my willingness to learn and develop my skills, something I still do every day. Now I'm offering you some of my ideas and thoughts that will allow you to squeeze the most out of your recruitment career, no matter what level you're at and where you're aiming for. Every journey, even one to a million pounds, starts with a single step. So let's take that first step together. Welcome to episode 13 of the Coffee Break podcast. I've had another great week interacting with you all on social media. Don't forget, I'm at Million Pound Biller on the usual places. I really get a kick out of the notes you send me on the podcast, and I've had more than a few ideas from those discussions over this week, but more on those to come over the next few coffee breaks. One thing I've been doing a lot of in lockdown is walking. I try to get out every day and get my steps up. And I use it as a great time to catch up with things like podcasts, and I'll be sharing a few of my favourites over the coming weeks. One thing came out of listening this week was the idea of a lifestyle business and the four-hour work week, which is a concept brought about by a guy called Tim Ferriss. These ideas are coming back to the fore as people look at their options post-lockdown or due to changes in their circumstances caused by the issues over the last 12 months. And the concepts got me thinking about recruitment, and that led me to today's first topic. Recruitment as the ultimate lifestyle business. I speak to lots of recruitment consultants on a daily and weekly basis as well as lots of the people outside of recruitment who are searching for that ultimate role, that role that will allow you the freedom to do what you want, when you want, and yet still earn a good income. Are you sure that that income is sustained over a period of time? I've spoken to recruitment consultants who are looking for that exact model and are working long hours inside and outside of their day job of recruitment, looking to be able to move out of recruitment to get that ideal position. They're looking to set up another business and another space to allow them to get that freedom they crave. Now, of course, this model or idea might not be for everybody, just as I don't actually think I'll ever truly subscribe to Tim Ferriss' four-hour workweek plan. However, I'm sure that there are more than a few of you listening who would quite like the idea that to get to a point where you can run your business, keep all your clients and candidates happy, and still have the ultimate flexibility to go and play golf or do the school run, or maybe just take a week off and go away whenever the mood takes you. I know that when I get to that position, that I would feel I truly made it. So what is the magical career or job? Where is it and what is it out there that will give you that position? Well, you've probably guessed from the intro. I would argue that I'm in the best job possible to get to that position. Recruitment. I argue that the best lifestyle business is by far is that of a recruitment consultant. I'm sure many will argue that what about the KPIs and long days sourcing candidates or the hours and hours of business development to get those clients on board? Not to mention that if you're doing permanent recruitment, then every month you start back at zero income and have to work again to fill the income part. There are also a number of other reasons why you won't feel this will work, but let me try to put the case for why it will. Firstly, to get to a truly flexible work-life business, you need three things. Control over your time, ability to outsource or delegate a range of tasks, 
and the ability to continue to deal with existing customers whilst adding new ones. So how do you get that in recruitment? Well, the first part of this is the same as any good recruitment desk. Know your market, be all over your niche, and have a strong and trusted candidate pool. And have a strong client portfolio. And by this, I mean you'll have clients with whom you already work and who know and trust you to deliver on their vacancies. These clients won't need to make up the full extent of your future business, but they will form the foundations of your next steps. Once you have these in place, and to be clear, the work to get to that position won't happen overnight. But go back to the goal. Hard work now will lead to those long-term benefits, so it will be worth it. Once you have this list of good clients, you can build a further list of similar clients, ones that are in the same sector or same niche. If you can get recommendations from your current clients, so much the better. Then you need to turn that list into a pipeline. This is the first step in outsourcing. There are a number of options here, but they break down into two groups, human or automatic. It would take too long to go into all the options on this podcast, but I'd be happy to chat over the various different options with anyone who reaches out to me via my website, adrianmansfield.com. We've also produced a handy guide to this whole process, which you can reach out for a copy of, and that goes into far more detail on all this. That client process, once automated, will ensure that you get the relevant roles or opportunities fed to you on a regular basis. To be clear, it's very unlikely that these will be completely packaged roles that are just waiting for you to fill. But the point is you've got credibility and the candidates in that space to deliver. So the legwork has been done. All you need to do then is sell your solution. So then you have the roles, you have the candidates, and you have the skills to work the roles. This plus your existing clients will offer you a strong income stream. But what about all the other things that you need to do as a recruitment consultant, such as send out the invoices, chase the invoices, complete reports, marketing websites, emails, etc., etc., etc. The list goes on and on. Well, simply put, there are a number of methods that you can outsource these for big organizations like Fiverr that offer solutions to individual jobs to support companies who will do much of the admin and processing for you. Some will, when we needed to find out which ones work best for you. You may need someone to help make and manage posts on LinkedIn, for example, or someone to deal with your calls and divert the key ones to you, or maybe someone who can review your emails and then clear out any non-urgent ones. Whatever you feel you need, there will be a solution out there, whether that's a full-time virtual assistant or a team of people working on tasks for you. There are also several companies who could do much of that back office and marketing work for you completely and allow you to free up your time almost entirely. The key is to work out how you want to work, what you specifically do that brings in your business, and then look at what areas of it you can put a process around. What bits of the work can be done via a tool or a low-cost solution? Basically, what areas can you not do so that you can free up time to do the things that you need to do to make the money and or free up time to do the things you want to do, such as travel, spend time with friends and family, or in my case, play ball golf. This may all sound like a lot of promises, and I'm sure it's easy to say these things, and they are a lot harder to do. But the point is, the option is out there. Recruitment can give you a way into the ultimate flexible lifestyle business. If you want to get to that point, then you don't need to go hunting for the magic business. You're already in it. I know a number of recruitment consultants who work exactly the way I've described it, and they have a range of processes that they are solely responsible for. In effect, the key parts of dealing with clients and candidates on active work or upcoming requirements. The rest of their business is run by a range of solutions, some IT-based and some people-based, but all of these solutions are bespoke to the consultant's business. All of them have been set up to work with the consultant's needs and meet all the key targets of allowing their consultant for the freedom to do what they want, when they want, and still get the income and growth they want from their business. Now, to me, that sounds like the ideal scenario. Topic two this week leads on from the above and the mentions I made at the start of this podcast, and it relates to how I get the ideas and the work on my business. Topic two is daily walking and learning time. 
As those of you in the UK will know, the rules on what you can and can't do during lockdown are pretty strict. But one thing that is allowed is daily exercise. Over the last year, some of which in the beginning of the year in the UAE and then latterly in the UK, I've taken up the baton of ensuring I hit my step target daily. So most days you'll find me out for a walk for an hour or so. Those walks obviously help towards my step count. But the wider benefit for me is that it gives me time to alone to listen to podcasts, audible books, or my new favourite app, Blinkists, which is short forms of well-known books. The combined benefit of walking and listening is that I get ideas and bring together my thoughts from the day into more formal plans. I find by taking this time every day, I'm getting a range of new ideas from inside and outside the business world, and then having the time to digest those ideas alongside my own thoughts and come up with specific ideas that will work for me and my business. My typical walk will be an hour or so on a weekday, and perhaps an hour and a half or more on a weekend when I have more time. Now, that may seem a long period, and it may not suit your day, but I find that if I work my day in my diary, I can easily find time to fit it in. It's all about making the commitment. Once on my walk, I have three typical stages. The first stage is a period when I switch on a podcast or other source that brings me new knowledge or adds some ideas to me. I have a range of good options for this and a number of immediate listen podcasts that come out, and I automatically go to listen to those. Section two will depend on the mood or the ideas, but this is typically when I do my thinking. Here I turn on my music as I've got some ideas or things to develop, and I don't want to crowd them with new ideas from another pod or a business book. I want to live with the ideas for a little while and let them grow or develop. I find that by doing this, my mind argues from both sides and starts to throw stones at them, starts to dissect whether they will work or not. This podcast and my new podcast coming up soon came from such a process. Now you can say whether that was a good idea or a bad one. But there are plenty of ideas, and that's the point. Not all of them make it out of the process. And finally, stage three, for those ideas that do make it out, then I'll leave myself a voice memo using the app on my phone, going over the idea and my immediate actions I will take when I get in. Indeed, in some cases, such as emailing somebody, I may even do it before I finish the walk. Depending on the day and the time, I may follow the above process two or three times on a walk, or indeed, I may even not get out of step one. The point is I have a time in my day to go over the process. I find that the walking and listening make a great combination. There is the old saying that motion creates emotion, and for me it definitely works, and it truly gives me time to think and plan and come up with ideas. As I say, many of those ideas never see the light of day. Many more don't pass later tests with friends or colleagues, but the point is to have them in the first place. Only one of them needs to be a winner to make the process worthwhile. And if you're getting a number of thoughts and ideas, then the odds of one being a winner is much, much greater. Now, you may be a runner or a cyclist, and I'm not suggesting the above will work for everyone, but it really has given me an outlet during lockdown. It gives me a positive action every day, and importantly, has given me a number of really good ideas, some of which are still being worked on now. Whatever happens with the future of lockdown in the UK, the habit of a daily walk and my ideas time will continue, and it's one of the best things that have come out of the last 12 months for me. Anyway, I hope this week's ideas have given you some food for thought. And if you'd like more information on the idea about moving to a lifestyle business, head over to my website, adrian-mansfield.com and register. And my team will then send you out our helpful guide. Alternatively, if you just want to send me some pictures of you out on an ideas walk, that'd be great too. I'm at Million Pound Villa on our social medias. Next week, we'll have the third in our series of interviews as I meet and talk with the best-selling author, mastermind and recruitment leader, Steve Guest, about his life in recruitment and his process to build his business. That'll be out next Tuesday, and I'll be here next week with another Coffee Break podcast. So in the meantime, enjoy the journey.